morning, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Found Generation podcast, a podcast for young people. Coming to you live from my home studio in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, back in Portsmouth, uh, moved away from Hawaii, which was my last stop where I was most recently recording the podcast. If you're a fan of the show, clearly you're aware I haven't put out an episode in the past few months, the primary reason being because of what today's show is about, my first book. That's right. I'm releasing my first book to the world. Today's Monday. I announced on Instagram on Friday with a cool little video package that uh, my friend Oscar put together and that my friend Sarah helped direct when we were uh, on our trip to Europe recently, which I just got back from Europe. My mind is all over the place. My body is all over the place. My clock is so confused. I've been to Europe three times this year on three separate occasions. Mind you, I lived in London for two months. So uh, good to be back home, back in Portsmouth, and I'm fully ready to focus on this book and the whole marketing process and the release and all the amazing things that I've got planned around it. When I announced this on Friday, I had so many people message me, get in my DMs and say, what? You... You wrote a book? What? When did this happen? How? And so I want to use this podcast today to answer some of those questions in a little bit of deeper detail. And again, yes, this is why I haven't really put out a podcast in a couple months. I wanted my attention to be squarely focused on this thing that has been a dream of mine for so long. I haven't told many people this, but I've only ever had three professional goals in my entire life. I didn't grow up wanting to be something. I never had an answer to that question. I just wanted three things for myself. One, I wanted to play a meaningful role in an impactful documentary. I didn't really care whether that was an on-air or an off-air role. But when I was in college, I really fell in love with long-form storytelling and telling stories whether that be in visual form or an audio form that impact people, that leave them thinking, that make them look inward. I wanted something like that because there are so many films and shows and podcasts that have impacted me in the way that I view the world through the years. And so I wanted to be on the other side creating something. And so when I was at ESPN, I <laughs> pulled a bunch of levers to make that dream come true where just before I exited... ESPN, um, you know, in the beginning of 2021, I was one of the lead producers of a really good three-part podcast series about Giannis Antetokounmpo. You know who that is. He's one of the best players in the NBA, perennial MVP, uh, MVP candidate. And we put together this amazing series about his life, his backstory, uh, facing discrimination and racism in, in Greece, where he grew up before he made it to the NBA as a, as a wide-eyed kid. And so that was the first thing that I ever want to do, check that off the list. Second thing that I want to do was uh, open a coffee shop. I love coffee. I love the third space that the coffee shop creates outside of work, outside of home. I really enjoy going to new places. In all of my travels, I always make sure to find a cool, independently owned, uh, locally sourced coffee shop where I can sit, where I can read, where I can go on a date, where I can have a really meaningful conversation or a catch-up conversation 
with a friend, an old friend, or a, a new acquaintance, uh, whether that's business life or, or personal life. So the coffee shop is always something that I have wanted to play a part in developing on my own as well. That one is yet to be accomplished. The one that has just been accomplished is publishing a book. I come from a family of newspaper writers and editors. And so writing has always been in my blood. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I write. Of course, I have the Substack. I've had various forms of blogs throughout the years. If you're in my inner circle, you know that I've, I've written some letters to you, probably. Uh, it's something that is a very cathartic process for me, whether I'm journaling just for myself or kind of journaling to the world. Writing is something that I, I've always wanted to do. And, you know, kind of the ultimate thing that you have to do as a writer is publish a book. And so this is something I've been thinking about for a while, I've been kicking the can down the road, was intimidated by the process of publishing a book. But I actually started this book or started getting the ideas for this book um, when I left ESPN and moved to Colorado <laughs> uh, in the beginning of 2021. And if you've been a, a longtime listener of this podcast, you remember those podcasts um, that I was doing from Denver. And that's when I started writing this book. I was waking up at 5 a.m. every day in Colorado and just writing and writing and writing, not really necessarily planning for it, for it to become something. But after maybe a month or two, I remember looking at what I'd written and saying, wait, I think, I think this could be a book. I kind of like this approach that I'm taking. I think this could be a book. And so a lot of the writing I was doing uh, since then was kind of built around, okay, I think I want to put this into my book. And so I was writing it a little bit in 2021 and then following the same approach when I moved to Portsmouth and uh, God, when did I do that? At the end of 2021, was still doing the same thing, following the same playbook, waking up at 5 a.m. The first thing I was doing was writing and writing and writing. And then I got into a relationship and I lost my way a little bit with the writing because I was you know, reprioritizing some things. But then when I actually got surgery last August, we're about, uh, you know, almost a year removed from that was when I really went into hyperdrive on the book on finishing the writing for because I really didn't have that much to do. I wasn't able to do much of that. So when I got surgery, I went in with the mindset, okay, this is actually a great opportunity for me to a recover and go through that whole process, but b put the finishing touches on this book. That's what I was doing. I was I was writing, I was rewriting, I was editing, I was cutting out then when I went to London, I was putting more finishing touches on the book, now really starting to get into the editing process of it. And I hadn't done any of this with, with an actual editor or any, any pros besides myself. I wasn't getting any feedback on anything. I wasn't telling anyone about what I was doing. I didn't tell a single soul about this book until the beginning stages of this year when it was becoming closer and closer to a reality because I didn't want to do it. It, it, I didn't want to tell people about it and then not have it come to fruition. I didn't want to tell people about it, get them excited about it, be held accountable to them, and then not actually deliver. I wanted to get it all done and then get myself to a really good spot where I felt, okay, I could actually start telling people. But even until Friday when I released this video, I had maybe told you know a handful of people. I did have to tell other people uh, for kind of like professional reasons and logistics reasons to to get this thing over the edge. But I kept this very close to the vest because I wanted to make sure that I got it done. And then when I got back from London, um, when I got actually when I got back from Hawaii, where I was also putting the finishing touches, I, I mean, I went through maybe like five or so revisions just myself before I got it to an actual editor. I hired someone to help me 
make the book become a reality because all this time it had just been a Google document, just on Google Drive, just me staring at it. And I needed someone as you know, a total newbie in this process like myself, I needed someone who was experienced to get this thing from a Google Doc to an actual physical book that you could read. And to be honest, I had zero idea about how to go about that process. Luckily, the guy I found, his name was Sean, actually published a lot of the books that had helped me, that had inspired me through all of these years. And so I actually got to work with someone who I admired a lot and was really good. I knew he was top-notch at helping people self-publish. Now, I say that like you know what that means. There's two ways to publish a book. You can self-publish a book like I did, or you can follow the more traditional route, going to the five traditional big publishing houses that there are. Think like a Penguin Books, for example, if you've ever read anything by them. I'm sure that you have if you're a reader. I didn't want to go the traditional publishing route for a couple of reasons. One, I mean, as much as uh, it sucks to say, I didn't know if anyone would take it. I'm an unproven author writing about something that I'm not qualified for. This is a self-improvement book. I didn't study this. I didn't study psychology. This has just all been a a side obsession of mine for the past seven years, this self-improvement stuff. So I didn't think anyone in the traditional publishing world would take a look at me and would say, yeah, this is a great investment of our time, energy, money, this unproven first-time author doing this thing that he's not technically qualified for. So I basically rejected the chance to get rejected, as my friend Amber uh, told me. And so I wanted to do the self-publishing thing, also because it helps me retain way more creative control, artistic say, royalties more so go toward me. And like it, it just many less people, many less mouths to feed. And so it can just be, I call the shots, I retain control. It goes faster when you're self-publishing as opposed to traditional publishing because there's all sorts of back and forths and hurdles. And I didn't want any of that to sully my first time going through this process. If when I write another book, I'm much, much, much more open to doing it the traditional way. But actually self-publishing, I think, is very advantageous because I got to see every step of the way what is required for this. And I'm really glad I self-published, really glad that I've gone about this the way that I have. And here we are. We've got a book. I haven't said it yet. Stupid me. I need to get better at this marketing thing. It's called Surrender, A Guide to Living Your Best Life in Your 20s. Why did I choose that name? Surrender is my favorite word in the world. Why is that? Because I think it's the hardest thing to do in the world. And I think it's something we all need to do more of. Surrender to me means not giving up, but giving in. Acknowledging what you can't do. Acknowledging what you're not qualified for. Acknowledging what you're not good enough at. And not being defeated about it, but coming from a place of strength, realizing, you know what? I'm actually not as good at this thing as I thought. Maybe I'm not actually cut out for this. Maybe this is a sign to me that I should go do something else. And in, the, in this book, I'll do a little reading from you. The very last page, there's actually an entry called Surrender. And it's an anagram. Is that the right word? Where the first letter of every word is, you know, like means something. It, it's going to spell it surrender. Surrender. Stopping when continuing is harmful. Understanding your limits. Relinquishing control. Realizing that giving in is not giving up. 
embracing self-love, noticing what your body is telling you, deciding the right time to let go. Enough. What is enough for you? Rest. That all spells out surrender. And those are all different forms of surrendering. I'm very curious to hear from you if when you read the book, what are you going to surrender to? What are you going to relinquish control of? What are you going to let go of? When are you going to realize that what you have right now is enough? That you don't need to keep searching and searching and, and hoping that this thing will solve all of your problems? When are you going to surrender to just accepting what you have right now? And that's a subject that I focus on a lot in this book, which is not a traditional book. Um, there's no story. There's no narrative. There's, there's no, th- no through line. All it is really is, is kind of modeled after some books that are, are some of my favorites. It's nothing more than a guidebook. It's a collection of essays that you could theoretically pick up at any time from any page and just read. There's a couple books in my life um, I think of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. I think of Henry David Thoreau's Walden that aren't a story, but you can just put a sticky note on any page that really resonates with you. And anytime you feel yourself in a similar situation or in need of some wisdom that that book and that particular part of the book touches on, you can refer back to it for guidance, for inspiration, for you know a little guidebook for what you can do to get the better of this situation. And so that's the formula my book is following. You know, there's 258 pages. You might not agree with 30 pages of them. You might not uh, have half of the book apply to you, but maybe there is a little section of the book that does apply to you and you want to cut those pages out and and bring them with you uh, wherever you go on your journey. So for me, I take uh, Marcus Aurelius's book and I take other books in my backpack, on my journeys, whenever I feel like I'm in need of something, um, whenever I need to know how to handle situations. So that's what I'm hoping this book is for other people. It's a collection of essays, um, very easy to read, very digestible, very direct, written in my easy-to-understand direct form uh, that I like to use. Um, so I do hope you like it if you check it out. It's also got a, a blurb from Chael Sutton, who if any of you uh, exist in the UFC world, uh, you obviously know who that is. For those of you who do not, and that name means nothing to you, he's actually a, a really big deal. He's someone that I'm happy to call a friend. Uh, he's got you know over a million subscribers on YouTube, million followers across his social media channels. He's a big star in the sports world. And then, of course, Ariel Hawani, who is my podcast host for several different podcasts. I've worked with him for years at ESPN and now at Spotify. To have him and his words on the front cover of this book is truly meaningful to me. And um, you know, a lot of this book is kind of in, in homage to things that I have taken from other people. And one of the things that I have learned from Ariel, which I address in this book, is that on your way to the top of your field, uh, in your career, or whatever it is you're doing in your life, it is your responsibility to take others with you. Ariel has made a point to take me with him. And so I'm trying to... Uh, not that I can ever repay the favor for him, but on my journey to the top of, of this new world, this, this writing world, um, this public speaking world that I'm perhaps trying to ascend, I want Ariel to be on the, the ground floor 
of that journey with me so that I can, I can give back in, in 1% of the way that he's given to me. Um, there's also a special thanks section in this book to uh, several people who impacted me in writing this book. And um, there's also a dedication page to someone that uh, means a whole lot to me. And that's um, another one of the reasons why I wanted to write this book. Um, so a lot of you have asked me since I announced this book, how can I get it? It's a great question. Let me tell you. Uh, the book comes out Friday, August 18th. I was advised to release it on a Friday. Apparently, that's the day when most books are released. So following the, uh, the industry's way of doing things here, Friday, August 18th, you can't buy a physical copy yet, of course, but you can pre-order it if you would like. However, as a first-time self-published author, Amazon tells me that the book cannot be pre-ordered. The paperback edition cannot be ordered on Amazon. What you can order on Amazon right now is the ebook. So if you're a Kindle reader, if you prefer the digital book, you can get it on Amazon right now. I'll put the link in the show notes. You'll have to wait for the physical Amazon book. So if you're an Amazon Prime member, maybe you wait for that until August 18th when it comes out. If you do want a physical book and you want to place a pre-order for it right now, you can do it instead on Barnes and Noble. You can also pre-order an ebook from there. Uh, it's also the ebook is also available for pre-order on Google Books, on Apple Books. So if you prefer to read on uh, like your phone or uh, uh, MacBook or um, what is it that people use iPads, you can read on those things as well. However, you prefer. All the links will be in the show notes of this here episode. I appreciate any and all support. Even if you don't buy a book, just anyone who's, who's told me that uh, they're proud of me, that this is an amazing accomplishment, whatever it is, I, I'm, I'm so thankful to you and so grateful to you. And I'm so excited for anyone to read this book because I've put, in, I've put so much time and effort and energy and so much of myself into this. And you know, I'd be lying if I said that I, I didn't want this to be a big success. Um, I didn't write this book to to get famous or to sell a lot of books or to make a lot of money. Like I know none of that is going to happen. I already won in writing this because writing it is such a laborious, unfamiliar, scary process. The fact that it's even out to the world for you to purchase is the win for me. So I don't care how many people buy this. All I care about is that is that I, I did it. I got it out into the world, and I'm going to talk about it over the next few weeks. Might have an event or two popping up, so stay tuned for that. There's going to be uh, lots more of me. I'm going to be doing some interviews uh, as well for some publications, some radio shows, some podcasts, maybe some TV. We shall see. But thank you to everyone. It's called Surrender, A Guide to Living Your Best Life in Your 20s. Appreciate all the support. Anyone who inspired me with little bits and pieces of wisdom, this book is based solely on experiences I've had and conversations I've had with people and things that I have read that I've consumed that I've observed from all of my travels throughout the world in the past seven years since I've become an adult. This is a self-improvement book, mostly aimed for young people, but really for anyone who wants to become the best versions of themselves, who shares that similar view to me like I do. If you're just starting out in a new career, if you're just starting out uh, you know, after a relationship, after the end of a relationship, uh, if you're beginning some new exciting chapter, this book will help you write the ship, 
figure it out what it is you really want and get you on track to where it is you want to go. This book is really for anyone. I say it's for people in their 20s because a lot of the a lot of the topics in this book are about setting really good habits. That it's about how to how to view the world. It's about how to approach the rest of your life. And I think it's best to inculcate these habits into a 21, 25, 28-year-old than a 55, 58, 61-year-old because it's really hard to change habits at age 58. It is much easier to do it at age 23 when you, the world hasn't beaten you down yet, when you're still fresh, when you're, when you're still open to new perspectives, new ways of doing things. Um, your mind is really much more open and capable of changing when you are younger. And so that's why uh, I'm hoping that young people are the ones to benefit the most from this book. But really, again, you know, I've had a couple 42-year-olds say to me, well, this isn't for me, but I'll get it for my son. No, it can, it can be just as much for you. This stuff applies to anyone. But again, I'm just really going after the people um, that are just coming out of college or are just coming out of high school and figuring out their place in this world. Because I'm really writing this book also for 21-year-old me who is living in Central Connecticut, working at ESPN, a great job, but depressed, sad, unhealthy, losing weight rapidly, directionless, lonely, unslept, unwell, and without any hope for a better life. I'm in a much better place now because of everything in this book, because I followed everything in this book. And if you, or if you know anyone who is in a similar position, um, please get them this book. Please get yourself this book if you need it. I hope it really helps. Surrender, a guide to living your best life in your 20s. Thank you so much. This is the Found Generation Podcast. I'm Troy Farkas. I'll talk to you soon. Have an amazing week.